Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Radamic Berto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. This show is about positive affirmation. This show is about telling all of those who want Donald Trump out of office, be resolved that our nightmare is almost over. Be resolved. That's what it's all about. Don't believe the fear. Don't believe all the antics. Don't believe any of that. This thing is cooked. But you know, when I say it is cooked, I don't mean that we don't have work to do. I mean it is cooked if we do what we are supposed to do. And I doubt there's anybody out there who is not going to do what they're supposed to do. We have a president that have caused the murder of 230,000 plus people and counting. If we also count the different Republican states who have done what they have done, in other words, who have denied uh, health care to their people, it is cooked. Folks, please resolve, resolve, resolve. Power on to everybody. You go out there and vote. Let me tell you, people, it is going to be a wonderful night. And it will be called on the first night because you are going to do what is necessary. It is great, great, great that my good brother Michael Rudnan says he took Benadryl and all the evils within his throat that he had, all those pains are gone. You mean, brother Michael Rudnan, this was only sort of like a allergy? Is that what we're talking about? Hey, anyway, I am glad to see that you're okay. Vir- Virginia Boyle, Virginia Boyle, welcome aboard. I only hope you're right. America does not deserve him and his destruction of our lands and lives. We are going to fix this problem. We are going to fix this problem. Egberto, I'd expect 30% of the people to sit home and do nothing. 70% would be a high we've never seen, we've not seen since 1950. Uh, CK Escamilla. Welcome aboard, my brother. Bridge MCP, the Trump train wreck did the bus and stopped traffic. New York, New Jersey, Maryland, Texas. Yes, yes, that those are the acts of a losing campaign. Uh, let's see, Pamela Maddox, welcome aboard. The Trumpers attacked the Biden caravan. So serious. Yes, it is. Monkey Paws William, hello from St. Louis, Missouri. We have a lot, strong chance to elect a Democratic governor. Yes, I know that. Keep up the good works. You guys can do it. Nanette Bird-Smith, vote, vote, vote. Everybody, read Nanette's message. Vote, vote, vote. Uh, para ver quién más está aquí, Michael Rudnan says, Trump wants to declare victory regardless of the actual outcome. We don't care, Michael Rudnan. Uh, like this stopping traffic to prevent people from getting to the polls in multiple locations around the country, not realizing they're making it worse for themselves. Exactamente. That is exactly right. Folks, let me tell you. What you are seeing is uh, when, whenever you hurt a dog, right? And that is when they are at their most dangerous. Why? Because they are fighting off whatever, whatever, whatever. But what I'm trying to tell our peeps at this point in time is we just need resolve. We don't have to be concerned. We don't have to be worried. We don't need to be biting our fingernails. We just need to go out there and vote Every single one of us who need to go out there and vote that have not yet voted, we need to go out there and vote. And But that's not where we stop. We also have to get others to vote. We have to get others to vote. Paul Fleming checking in. Welcome aboard, Paul. Texas legend Brian. Welcome aboard. Vote, vote, vote is what he says. Tiaola Wilson. My faith is in local government from here on out. We have a wonderful person in, uh, in, in Texas who fought to the nails to give good people more voting possibilities. Chris Hollins. Anybody who hears that name, Chris Hollins, remember, he's a young millennial here who controls voting in Texas and has made sure that Texans can vote in any manner they want in Harris County. The, Demo- the Republicans have fought him day and night, day and night. They've taken him to the Texas Supreme Court. They've taken him to the federal district court and he has beaten them every single time because he follows the law and he works within the law to give us all the opportunity to participate in this democracy. So that is where we're at. Anyhow, today's program, folks, we're going to have a great program today. I has a couple of interviews still in storage because with election coming up, folks, we don't have 
time for interviews right now. I just want to talk to you. And by the way, if you want to call in as well, let me put that on the screen. The call-in number, and I, I need to put that up here as well. The call-in number, the call-in number, del numero para llamar es, let me put that on the screen for you, my dear brothers and sisters. The call-in number is, uh, para ver, it is 346 248 Seven seven nine nine. Again, that call in number is three four six two four eight seven seven nine nine. And you have to give an ID code. The ID code is uh, let's see number, what is it. The ID code is two five four six hundred nine zero nine one. Again, that ID code two five four six hundred nine zero nine one. But again, the call in number three four six. Two four eight seven seven nine nine. I want everybody to have a smile on today. I want everybody to have that resolve feature today. I want everybody to feel that we will have accomplished tomorrow what we needed to do to put us back on the path to not what the nation was before, but what the nation can possibly be moving forward. So folks, don't you forget it. We're going to have a good time. Anyhow, what is the program about today? Let's go ahead and put that up on the screen. Oh, is it on the screen already? I don't think it's on the screen. Yeah, it's on the screen, uh, but I have the wrong sheet on. There we go. Ahí está. Trump is about to feel the wrath of the voters for his disastrous presidency. A fired loser. Donald Trump is about to become the two words he most likes to call those he does not like. After the election, he will be a fired loser. Say it all aloud. A fired loser. A fired loser. Don't forget it. And the reason why we want to do this is not because, well, uh, we want to be bad or we want to be childish like him. No. We are saying this because we indeed understand that it is necessary for him to be so repudiated, so humiliated, that nobody in their right mind will again want to do what this chap did. We want to make sure that never again, never again will somebody try what Donald Trump has tried. An incompetent president and you know, it's not, it's not, one thing is having an incompetent president. That's one thing, okay? But the other thing is, you know, a lot of folks that are incompetent, they understand that they are in fact incompetent. And what they do is they fill a lot, they fill around them with good people. And I'm, even though many of us did not like uh, Don, uh, uh, George Bush, GWB, George Bush, a lot of us didn't like him. We thought, he was an, we thought he was an incompetent president. He was. But, you know, no matter what you have to say, he did have good people working around him. Okay? He did have good people working around him. They were not of our ideology, but they were not bad people. Okay? So uh, I, I, the reason I, I'm wanting to bring this out here, I need to fix this thing on, on, on the page right here real quickly. The reason I wanted to bring that specific out is because a lot of people may sit back there and say, well, you know, uh, yes, he, you know, haven't we have incompetent? Yes, we've had incompetent presidents before. Yes, we have. But the one thing that we've always had are institutions. And institutions outlive a bad president. The danger of Donald Trump, the danger of Donald Trump was that it was more than just having an incompetent president. It was more than having an incompetent president. It was a Donald Trump that was destroying institutions. And in destroying the institutions, what he did is he put our country in mortal danger. And a lot of people don't like to quite accept that. But that is what he did. He put our country in mortal danger. And for that he must be what, folks? Be a what again? A fired loser. So, topics. Suburban Republican white North Carolina woman explains why Biden is her choice. Second one, this willful, ignorant Trump behavior is dangerous and will kill both his sycophants and many of us. Third, Harvard on president. 
talking like a thug, encouraging aides and supporters to act like thugs. Pennsylvania State Senator on Trump, feckless and irresponsible president owes Pennsylvania an apology. Former Republican PA governor scorches Trump. It is not about intimidation, but persuasion. We can safely vote on election day, people, and shock Trump who thinks he wins the day of the voters. That is the thing I want to talk about. After I play that, I'm gonna, I want to talk a little bit more about that. And then listen to her. Listen to her. This democratic hero whose lead we must all follow till election day. Bridge asks, uh, so question, cities are boarding up businesses. The White House has a fence. So is that for the left or the thugs? That is for the, look. No, the, the, the thing about it is uh, the, Trump kind of believes the crap that he says, right? In other words, he likes to think that there's a real Antifa. He believes there's a real Antifa. He doesn't understand what Antifa stands for. He believes that the lefts are really running around the place burning things down. You have to ask yourself, how comes people are living in Pennsylvania? People are living in, in, uh, in, in, in Portland. People are living in all these cities that are supposed to be democratic bastions of being burnt to the ground by these left-wing anarchists. You know, we have blocks of... We have blocks of areas where people demonstrate to show that we don't, you know, that things are not going right. That's what we do, right? That's what we have. But we don't have places burning or anything like that. But anyhow, let's go ahead and uh, let's say, let's go ahead and start with our first one with the suburban woman. And tell she's this Republican woman is going to tell why she decides that she had to vote for Joe Biden. Check this out. The Democrats in North Carolina are trying to peel off the exact same voters who are now saying they're not going to support Donald Trump, the people who initially had put him in office in 2016. And here in North Carolina, the president is losing support among white college-educated voters, women, and those in the suburbs. So I want to introduce you to Allison Cooksey-Jones. She is exactly the bullseye of the target that both campaigns are now trying to reach. Allison, you are lifelong Republican. Republican, absolutely. And who are you going to vote for this year? Absolutely, Joe Biden. There is no doubt in my mind. I can't imagine, I can't let myself think about voting for Trump. He's, and as a Republican, why Why is that? Why it, did you say he can't have my vote this year? He, he's, so deci- he's so divisive. He is, he's shown racism that it, 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 it's beyond me to understand him. And, and, and what message he has put out, except that he's just so, he's malicious. Well, he's, let me ask you this, because we're going to have to take them back. I want to tell him some of the poll numbers, but you are this people are targeting. You're a college-educated white right. voter in the suburbs. What about Biden's message specifically spoke to you? Um, I feel safer um, from a from foreign relations standpoint. I think that he's going to build up relationships in internationally and that's kind of what you're looking for absolutely in 2020 well holly there you have it this is the state to watch especially because of those swing voters like allison and we have a lot of voters like that all over the country that are coming out now jay from uh periscope says trump you call lowest minority unemployment in history a disaster trump 2020 trump didn't do anything special for minorities for minorities. Trump didn't do anything special. Trump was handed an economy where the unemployment rate was going down for everybody. It was on a downward trajectory. He did absolutely nada, niet, nothing to increase the masses, to help the masses. He did nothing. In fact, if uh, the, this pandemic let me let me give let me give you guys something that is pretty macabre here macabre or whatever however you pronounce that word this is important donald trump is so is such an incompetent person such an incompetent president that when this pandemic came it could have saved his presidency from what would have actually been an economic failure if this pandemic had not come let me tell you something that most very few people few people know. 
in as much as we had a sugar high from those huge tax cuts that Donald Trump gave to the rich and a little bit to the poor, what was happening is behind the scenes, the market was cratering because as the lower classes people don't have the monies to keep an economy driving, the entire thing falls. And that is where we were. They don't tell you this when CNBC is talking. But you know where you know it? When you look at things like the repo market, that is where banks are borrowing from other banks to balance their books at the end of every night. That was in shambles. When, that, when I tell you that was in shambles, Donald Trump's Federal Reserve jumped in to save the banks. None of this is widely talked about. The, the, our economy was on the verge of crashing a high stock market on getting ready to crash. It's not a, it's not a esoteric thing. I mean, it's not a sexy thing to talk about, but it's the reality. Now, if Donald Trump were smart, when this pandemic came, he could have said, oh, a pandemic that is going to cause an economic decline. And then he could have leaned into really fighting the pandemic like they did in Taiwan, like they did in New Zealand, like they did elsewhere. And then he could have used that pandemic to otherwise bolster an economic fraud that was occurring in this country. But the guy is such an inept leader. It's such lack of intellect of this guy. He couldn't even see that picture, that the pandemic could have been a blessing in disguise like it was for Merkel and others who came out looking like stars, who came out looking like competent leaders. But again, if you're not a competent leader, you don't have a choice. You're just, you just who you are, I guess. And that is what all the guys who support Donald Trump, I urge you not to listen to his words of incompetency. I urge you to listen to who he is. I urge you to listen to the data around him because then you will get a better picture of what's going on. Anyhow, let's go to the second, uh, the second thing, the second uh, video here, which uh, is about what, and this, this sort of explains a bit of what we're talking about as well. But again, Rudnan, you may want to look up the repo market to show some of our Periscope Trump supporters how, uh, where this economy really was before the, um, before the uh, pandemic took over. It's not the pandemic that destroyed Trump's economy. The pandemic could have been used as a backstop to a lousy economy in, the, uh, in its infrastructure. But check this out, folks. By now, we all know that Donald Trump is a liar. By now, we all know that Donald Trump is undependable, he's incompetent, etc. But the fact of the matter is, that is one thing. When it starts to affect people in such a manner that their lives are put in danger, we have to first call it out as the clear and present danger that it is and at all costs ensure that a guy of this type cannot remain in office. Uh, take a look at these snippets of how he's handling talking about the coronavirus with the people that he has at his uh, mass spreader events. Check this out, and then we'll take it on the other side. It's always, cases are up, and people go crazy, you know. Now it's, uh, you live with it, and you have, uh, and you know what to do. We understand it now. you got to understand it. But we're making that beautiful turn. If you get it, you're going to get better. And then you're going to be immune. And it's a whole thing and it goes away. But the vaccines will help. No, I don't at all. No. And they're outdoor rallies. They're all outdoor. I mean, give me a break, Laura. The reality is this. If you look, I put it up on my Instagram a couple of days ago because I went through the CDC data because I kept hearing about new infections. But I was like, well, why aren't they talking about this? Oh, oh, because the number is almost nothing because we've gotten control of this thing. We understand how to, how it works. They have the therapeutics to be able to deal with this. Why aren't we talking about deaths? Because they're next to nothing. About a thousand people dead every day. They're next to nothing. About uh, two or three jumbo jets crashing every day. And the president talking about, uh, well, you get the disease you get therapeutics and it's all over. Most Americans, first of all, are not going to get the care or the therapeutics that Donald Trump got. It's not enough out there to serve the people. So he brings them at these super spreader events, gets them sick, and then he says bye-bye. 
few days ago, he left them in the cold. A few days ago, he left them in the sun, in the heat. They were faint, and the fire trucks were shooting water, trying to keep people cool. And he's asking, are those friends or foes? He's not thinking about, are my people okay? He wants the adoration, but he doesn't care a darn thing about them. And then, and then, his own friends, his own people, his own sycophants at the, in the media. He's there, and look how he ridicules one of them. Laura Ingram is here someplace. Where is Laura? Where is she? Where is Laura? I can't recognize you. Is that a mask? No way. Are you wearing a mask? I've never seen her in a mask. Look at you. Oh, she's being very politically correct. Whoa. Whoa, I've never seen Laura Ingram. She's fantastic. Now we have a president that is telling people with his, with his works, with the way he acts, that it's okay to get COVID. So you don't have to live a life trying to be protective of yourself and others. Because hell, if you get it, you're immune, which is not really true. We do not know how long immunity lasts. So when they talk about herd immunity with the expectation that, oh, if you get it and survive, that somehow you're going to be immune. We don't know that. You could be immune for four months, one month. There are people who are getting it again. But that's not even to speak about the damage that it does to the body that's many times irreversible that then becomes a pre-existing condition, which means it puts your, your financial and health condition at risk. And he, as a president, wants to take your health care away. He, as your president, doesn't want to give you the fiscal stimulus necessary to recover from the condition that we're in. You see? And then, as a, uh, not wanting you to wear masks, that's going to not only protect you, but protect others. Can we not see that this guy cannot go on as President of the United States? He's had four years too many. All right, folks, those are the polls in Florida right now. 47-42, a five-point lead for Donald Trump. Uh, usually those undecided generally break to the uh, underdog. If you are the incumbent and don't have 50% yet, they normally break to the underdog. Now, here's the kicker. Uh, in Florida, uh, the, old, the older folk are going out and they are voting, and they are voting like crazy for Joe Biden. But, we, but Latinos, male Latinos specifically, uh, it's a, there's a problem there. What we have to do, the 5% is real. That 5% lead is real. But what has to happen is it's real doesn't mean it has been realized. If you are somebody in a state and you have available time, go to uh, moveon.org and go ahead and tell them you want to or, or find a way to get on a, uh, a caller base or, or, or you know, what, what do you call those things again? A phone bank and help them target those people to go out there and vote. Make sure you get maximal people out there. You see, Donald Trump is of this belief that there's going to be this huge, 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 huge red wave. I think there's going to be a huge red wave for real on election day. But we want a huge blue tsunami as well on election day. So we want a tsunami riding the red wave. And we can do that. But we have to do it. We have to be ready to be in those lines. We have to be ready to do all that is necessary. We have to be ready to help our brothers and sisters who are out there in the line. If they need a bathroom break, stay in line for them. Tell, give, give them a call. Be out there if you can. If, you, if they need a sandwich, if they need a pizza, if they need some water, be ready. Be ready. There are a lot of people doing this all over the country right now. Be ready to help because this is all hands on deck. The polls are correct. Now, a few, um, a few people get concerned about polls. You know, uh, They say, oh, my God, the polls weren't right. The polls were not right the other day and all of that. It's not true at all. And this, that's, that's, that's what gives a whole lot of Trump's, uh, Trump sycophants the belief that somehow they have a chance. Because remember, the polls were not correct. The polls were more correct than they were not. 
The polls were more correct than they were not. So let's take a look at what my brother here says, uh, El Señor uh, Charlie Cook. It's important that we that we get good information. It's important. I'm going to play that for you now. Let me get that on screen. And I want you to hear Brother Charlie Cook right now. Here you is, go, Charlie. The average, the poll average, if you'd gone on Real Clear Politics the morning of the election, you would have seen Hillary Clinton at 47% and Donald Trump at 44%. 47, 44. And when all the votes were counted, she went from 40, she went to 48 and he went from 44 to 46. That's it. Two point spread. That's not very, uh, one point off is not very wrong. Now, people conflated the popular vote with the Electoral College. And they just assumed that if somebody was going to win the popular vote, they, they would win the Electoral College, which oftentimes, uh, you know, usually is right. But these things have become kind of un, unhinged a little bit, uh, not not in the sync, uh, not as in sync as they used to be, um, where we had a lot of really close elections, uh, you know, in modern times, uh, 1948, 1960, 1968, 1976, 1992, they were all close, but they went exactly the same direction as did 2004. And even in 2000, while Al Gore did win the popular vote, but it was only by a half a percentage point, and George W. Bush did win the Electoral College by 537 votes in Florida, so each one just barely, so that people just looked at that and thought, uh, this is like a once-in-a-century statistical fluke. I mean, we knew it happened in 1876, and a dozen years later in 1888, but then we went 112 years before it happened, but it was the closest thing to a tie elections you could possibly get. You know, as I said, the next one, 2004, was close, but they went, the popular electoral went the same way. Uh, obviously, they went the same way, not quite as close in 2008 and 2012. But in what we have now is where, uh, in the case of Hillary Clinton, when you're winning, when you're winning California by a 4.3 million vote margin, that means that 4.3 million minus one votes are wasted because they don't get you bonus electoral votes or or 1.7 million in New York State or not. OK, so you get the point the, the polls were not wrong. The polls were not wrong back in uh, in in 2016. We just decided not to we decided to put rose colored glasses on and not take the pointers from many of us who wrote articles talking about Hillary's in danger in the Midwest. Hillary is getting is going to get I wrote an article called Hillary is being triangulated by Donald Trump, for which I got my heart cut out at Daily Coast. I tell folks that over and over again. But anyhow, folks, thank you guys so kindly for being here. Real quickly before we go to the next video, this is a time where I, I actually come out and say, hey guys. This is where we would love to have your support for the show. So those of you who are on YouTube, please so kindly click that join button and become a member of our posse. You will make sure that we can continue doing what we're doing. Very important work to get the message out. And you know what? It doesn't end now. Even after we win tomorrow, we have a lot of work to do to make sure that after the win, we get the prog we, we keep the pressure on to ensure that we get the progressive policies we really are fighting for. So we have to make sure and keep this going. So if you will, those of you that are currently on YouTube, consider clicking on that join button or consider clicking on that super chat, super you know, the super chat button that's uh, that there. I think it has a dollar sign in front of it. And if you're not on YouTube, if you're checking us out somewhere else, that's the link right there. It is at uh, politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. Again, that is politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. If you click on that link, you can also join our posse. You can join our posse, our Facebook posse. But we have other ways that you can support the program. You can support us as what's called a patron. We really need a whole lot of patrons. Uh, patron is at, oops, let me put that in correctly. Uh, you can join our patron by going to politicsdoneright.com slash patron, politicsdoneright.com slash p-a-t-r-e-o-n. Of course, we, sub we, we take PayPal as well, so you can support us via our PayPal, which is politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal, politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal. And of course, go to our store 
if you want to get our t-shirts and all of that, or if you're on YouTube, you can find our t-shirts and, and masks and all of that there. Now, our book, as I see it, class, uh, rather, it's worth it. How to talk to your right-wing relatives, friends, and neighbors. Please consider getting that book. I mean, it's really worth it. The reviews are very good on the book. Here is, we are a posse. Yes, we are a posse, Bridge MCP. Um, anyway, uh, consider getting the new book, my new book, but also at our store and on Amazon. You can also get the book, As I See It, Class Warfare, The Only Resort to Right-Wing Doom, as well as things like my weight loss book, because again, I was... I had weight problems, and I finally figured out how to do it. Lastly, did I miss anything, folks? I don't think I missed anything. Just consider going to our store. Anyway, let's continue with the program. Um, now, I showed you that we were really up in Florida. Here's the other great deal, folks. Look at Ohio. Who would believe Ohio 47-43 so far, latest poll? 4743 Ohio they're dumping ads in Ohio now and it is uh, and if you take a look at what it is and the national poll we're talking about now 50 to 39 Donald Trump is cratering and of course anybody who has murdered 230,000 people with his neglect deserves to be down in the 30s actually he should be down in the zeros but what can i say uh, there was a question by somebody i think it was um uh, Art Within says, what was even, uh, actually he says, can you explain why Trump is even able to run again when he was impeached? He was impeached, he was not convicted. In America, the Congress, in the House of Representatives impeaches, you go to trial in the Senate, and the Senate either acquits you, uh, in which case it's like you're free again, or it can convict you, in which case you lose the presidency. Well, Donald Trump didn't lose the presidency as, as such, he was not, uh, he, he remains uh, horrendous for the United States of America, but he remains sad, 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 but that's how it is. Anyhow, so if you look at the national polls now, according to uh, Quinnipiac, 52-39. Folks, uh, let's, let's make sure we still have a lot of work to do to complete this landslide. It's a lot of work that we have left to do, but it's only, we only have about 36 more hours of work to do. We can do this. It needs to continue. Mike Cisak says the polls in quite a few states was very wrong, just like they are now. No, they were not very wrong. Again, listen to the expert, Mr. Charlie Cook. Some of the polls were off by, yeah, 3% 3, 3 or so because, again, days pass and there's a trajectory to the poll. Directionality, I've explained that long before. But again, again, they are more accurate than many of the Trump people who are begging or hoping that somehow he's going to pull a full straight out. There's no full straight coming here. There's nothing coming here, folks. All I'm telling all of you that are, that are having a hard time sleeping, sleep well. Sleep well. Sleep with your head up high. Stand with your head up high. The only thing you have to do is make sure and tell everybody to go out there and vote. That's all we need to do. That's all we need to do. Make sure people go out there and vote and, it is, and, and he is a goner. He will be a fired loser. That's all we have to do. Our job, and he's a fired loser. And since I know many people have been so aggrieved by this, this bastion of incompetence, that I'm pretty sure that will, in effect, occur. Okay, next video is, um, let's see, John Harwood. I, I love this one. Check this out. We'll take it on the other side. Donald Trump's losing campaign. Donald Trump's losing campaign is trying to do all that is possible to give both its people and those that are not voting for him the impression that somehow there is this great red wave coming. There's this great momentum coming. I want you to listen to um, John Harwood, and then we'll take it on the other side. Well, what we've heard from the president is repeated attempts, as you know, Chris, and as you outlined uh, in the lead-in, repeated attempts to undermine the credibility of the election. And there's no mystery of why he's doing it. President Trump knows that he's losing. Uh, he knows that a majority of Americans disapprove of his performance. All the polls show it, both nationally and in more than enough battleground states to win. And so he's trying to figure out some way to screw with the uh, vote counting process to somehow jigger an outcome to his favor. You had one of his advisors going on a Sunday show today and saying, well, 
we're going to have uh, we're going to be leading and have more than 280 electoral votes on election night, and then they're going to try to steal it. Well, that is preposterous because you don't have any electoral votes until you've won a state, and you haven't won a state until they've counted the votes in the state. Now, uh, that argument is so outrageous that the president, as he typically does after he puts a, a nutty idea out front, he tried to kind of walk it back. Take a listen to what he had to say when challenged on this issue. That was a false report. Uh, we'll look at what happens. I think it's a terrible thing when ballots can be collected after an election. You're going to have one or two or three states, depending on how it ends up, where they're tabulating ballots, and the rest of the world is waiting to find out. And I think there's great danger to it, and I think a lot of fraud and misuse can take place. And I don't think it's fair that we have to wait a long period of time after the election. If people wanted to get their ballots in, they should have gotten their ballots in long before that, a long time. You know, the president is trying to justify this uh, uh, rhetoric that he's using by saying, well, you should have gotten your vote in. We have a pandemic. We've got problems with the Postal Service. This is unprecedented conditions that people are adjusting to. Uh, but what the president's trying to do uh, in trying to uh, mess with the outcome of the election is he's talking like a thug. And he's encouraging his aides and supporters to act like thugs. That's why you saw these people with these trucks trying to run the Biden-Harris bus off the road the other day. And you saw uh, people trying to uh, tie up traffic for no reason in New York. Uh, they're trying to see if they can get away with it. And the only question is whether the judicial branch, uh, if this comes to it, uh, we've seen the rulings in Texas about the uh, drive-by uh, locations. We have the prospect of litigation about um, ballots coming in three days late in, in North Carolina and also in Pennsylvania. Uh, the question is, are Republican appointed judges going to go along with it? And there are some indications from the Supreme Court that the uh, conservative bloc on the court uh, would go with the president. You heard Brett Kavanaugh uh, endorsing some of this rhetoric about clouds of suspicion over late vote counting. Uh, which is, uh, again, it's it's nuts. There's not evidence of vote fraud, which uh, Brett can find out from Ben Ginsburg, his partner uh, in the 2000 uh, Bush campaign when they were uh, trying to stop the vote counting in Florida. Ben Ginsburg has said uh, there's not evidence of fraud. The Republican Party is trying to gin it up. We, that's exactly what the Republican Party is trying to do. But you know what? Like we said, it won't work if we do our job. Overwhelming voting in every every single state. Overwhelm the vote. And if you overwhelm the vote, even the best attempts at voter suppression will not work. Uh, put in one drop box in a county of over 4 million people, as we're doing in Texas, to try to jeopardize voting. It didn't work. We still had a record turnout. You, every... American citizen, if you do your duty and you forget all the, the, the obstacles that are attempted to, that they're attempting to put in front of you, the people ultimately wins. The people ultimately win. So that is where we're at. Tomorrow is election day. Vote, vote, vote. Take someone to vote with you. Encourage others to vote if you've already voted. And convince others how important this election is because folks i think we're in for a huge surprise on tuesday night okay folks let me tell you you know the suppression continues they're trying even in pennsylvania uh here and if you look on the screen right now what you're looking at are these are all people who have to be correcting their mail-in ballots and they made it in such a manner that they had these long lines to form in order to fix their ballots. And you know what these people are saying out there? We will stay in line until we get in to fix our ballots. We will not allow voter suppression to work. So if these people can do that, you know what we can do in Texas? We can win it all. Guess what's the next thing in Texas? Check this out. Dave Wasserman, New Cook Political Reports. One day out, we now believe the race for the Texas State House is a toss-up with potentially massive 2021 redistricting. Think about that, people. 
the magic of minority rule instituted by the Republicans were to draw districts in such a manner that they disenfranchised many as they took a larger percentage of power than the people really had voted them into. That is slowly coming to an end. And when we take over these different institutions, it is important that we make the changes necessary not to allow that to happen. Uh, British asks, Egberto, uh, what are you doing on election night? I am run- we are, uh, KPFT is having a national program. We're actually running it right out here, out of my, uh, my um, studio here, where we are going to be covering the entire election nationally right here. Uh, for, it, it, it won't be a politics done right san- uh, sanctioned event. It will be a KPFT, KPFT 90.1 FM sanctioned event. And we'll, we'll be talking to people and we'll, we'll be covering the program live from here. So we will be right here, Bree. So come on on election day, election night. We'll be right here with the program. Follow it, share it, all that good stuff, because we're going to be doing this and I don't know how long we're going to do it for. We'll see how long it lasts. I'm going to be on, on uh, radio as well, K- uh, 90.1 FM, KPFT 90.1 FM, as well as all over the internet, YouTube, Instagram, YouTube, what is it? YouTube, Twitch, Periscope, all of them. So we'll be doing all of that. In fact, we're supposed to be doing our dry run after this show to see how we put it all together. But yeah, we'll be doing the show as well. This is going to be a big night. This is going to be a very good night for those people who really believe in democracy, for those people who have really had the the liar-in-chief, with the incompetent-in-chief, etc., etc., etc. And, you know, who could best describe Donald Trump than the state senator of Pennsylvania where Donald Trump has been trying all kinds of stuff? Check this out. You know, Representative Kenyatta, uh, President Obama has campaigned in Philadelphia on behalf of, of Joe Biden. And, and I'm wondering, since you are an elected official in Pennsylvania, coming from, from Philadelphia, I'm wondering, one, the, the level of enthusiasm for this election, the 2020 election, are you seeing it among your, among your constituents? And have you heard from anyone who's saying, they're either undecided or they're going to sit this election out. Jonathan, I think everybody understands this is a life or death election. And I've said it once and I'll say it a thousand times. Every time Donald Trump comes to Pennsylvania, he ought to bring a mask and an apology for the massive loss of life and livelihoods because of his complete incompetence. Every morning I get an email from the secretary of health showing me all the folks who we've lost because of Mm. this pandemic, folks who've had to bury their loved ones over a Zoom call because this president refused to accept basic facts and take this seriously. You know, this guy became famous of saying, you're fired. Pennsylvania is going to fire him because he has failed at his job. People are going to come out in record numbers to make an up or down vote on his last four years of performance. Nobody would rehire somebody like Donald Trump who doesn't show up to work. When he shows up, he doesn't do anything. When he does anything, it makes things worse. And then he doesn't take accountability when he does something wrong. He is the worst kind of employee. The American people are going to fire him. And I think it's time that he lost his job, like the millions across the country that have lost their jobs because he is so feckless and irresponsible. Because he's feckless and irresponsible. Uh, feckless and response. Let's see. Uh, Egberto Will is still confused how to see or see or hear you. Can you post a link? Um, let's see. Which which one are, are we talking about? The what are we talking about here, uh, Bridge? I'm not sure I understand your uh, what link you're looking for. Uh, let me know, and I'll be absolutely uh, how to hear. Are you talking about for the for that night, uh, for the night of the election? Because if it's the night of the election, you'll reach me the same way. I'll have it. I'll have our videos and everything all in the same places. The live program will be all in the same place tomorrow night here. So again, it's just like I did it last night. This the impromptu show that I did last night. So you'll be able to reach it here as well, uh, folks. If you're on YouTube, please consider clicking that join button and becoming a part of our posse. Very important. Please become a part of our posse. Let's see. 
Jay says, historic Middle East deal. That's not true at all. None of these deals could have happened in this small amount of time. All presidents have posses that have been working on all these things for a very long time. Donald Trump did nothing special with the Middle East. Let me just tell you that. Just like uh, no, no different than Carter, Clinton, or anybody else. I mean, and, and, and his, well, I, I won't have to go there. Donald Trump is a distinct and verifiable failure. Anyhow, um, let's let's uh, see what um, what I try to tell people. A lot of people are concerned about safety and voting. And let's listen to what the doctor has to say about safety and voting. Axis reported that Donald Trump, after the day of vote comes in, if it looks like he's winning in some places, he's going to go ahead and declare himself the winner. You know, um, it is ridiculous, of course. But, you know, um, with Donald Trump is one of those people who uh, create false realities, right? He's a reality star and all that sort of stuff. And that's what he's going to try to promote. But, you know, I, you know, what we need to do is we have enough people that haven't voted yet that we can give them a shock on, on election day so that we are not only winning in early votes, but that we are also winning on election day. And for those people who think, oh, one of the reasons I don't want to go vote is that I missed early voting and I don't want to go vote because I may get coronavirus, let's listen to the expert and then let's take it on the other side. The good news here is that you don't have to choose between participating in democracy and keeping yourself safe. Voting is very safe. If you do a few things, right, wear a mask, you expect to stand outside in a line for a while, war uh, dress warmly, bring a little hand sanitizer. And here's the key part, Chris. Look at the ballot before you go. Check it out online, etc. Know how you're going to vote. Walk in, vote, drop off your ballot, walk out. That's it. Safer than going to a grocery store. And he just said it. Something that you guys have heard me say over and over again. If you go to the grocery store, if you do all these things, if you follow those rules that Dr. Shah just talked about, voting and your civic duty making sure that we make a better country. It's actually safer than going to the grocery store. So on that Tuesday, go out there and vote. Everybody, go vote like your life depends on it. You know why? Because our lives depend on it. For us to have the lives we want to have, it depends on it. So vote, vote, and vote, and take somebody with you. Call somebody, inform somebody, and make sure we're all going out there and doing our civic duty to do what again? Vote. Absolutely. Vote, vote, and vote, and it is safe. And, you know, I got, uh, I was watching, uh, watching the news, and there's this beautiful young lady that came on that just gave me chills listening to her because she, at first she made me feel inadequate because, you know, she was out there on the line and I felt I'm not out there on the line. I'm behind the computers and I'm doing videos and all of that and she's behind the line. And then I said afterwards, wait a minute, but I am getting that information out. We all participate in however manner we can. She did what she could. Others do what they can. I love this woman. Check, out, check her out. I played her on our on a impromptu Sunday show. Let me play her again right now. Check this out. I just saw this. I had to turn it around right away and get it out there because this is a democratic hero. This is people like her are the ones who are going to save this country. Listen to this and then let's take this on the other side. I got to say this, I have brought five people that did not vote in the last election. I brought them to the poll. And I just met a gentleman who's, um, I told him that you can call for a ride to vote. And he tried to call and couldn't get a ride. And I was nervous. But you know what? This vote was so important. I told him, I'm going to take you. I don't know this man from Adam. And I just brought him to the poll. And um, that's how important this election is to me. Now I'm going to go and sanitize my car and spray it down. <laughs> spray it down. But that's important. how important this election is to me that I brought a perfect stranger to the poll. I mean, what she is doing is wonderful. Yes, she's going to go home and sanitize her car, but she did what she needed to do. She stayed protected with her mask, and she did what was important. But she understands how important this race is. People, 
Don't sit down and be frozen into fear. Don't sit down and be frozen into, I wonder what's going to happen. Don't wonder what's going to happen. Make things happen. I am sitting here, yes, but I'm trying to put as many messages out as wide as possible to encourage others to, we have got to get this, not just to win. We have got to get a repudiating landslide. So folks, get with it and thank Thank you to that wonderful woman did her part. Let's all do our part, whatever it is that we're doing, to make sure we have a landslide win. A landslide win. Okay, let me go ahead and go through these notes real quick. Breach says... Uh, Egberto, my family, my, my entire family in Northern Ireland and some are in the Netherlands are horrified by what's happening here. And remember, in Northern Ireland, we have been through a lot. Yes, I know that. Rule and uh, British rule and propaganda and war for freedom. I know your story. I know your story. No, but IRA, right back down, etc. Let me tell you something. Uh, they, they are horrified. And most, you, you know what hurts most, Bridge? What hurts most is we sort of lost that air of invincibility, that air of doing things right, that air of being that leader by electing somebody of the caliber of Donald Trump. That has so diminished us as a people, diminished us as a country. But what we have to do now is atone for that. We have to be humbled by that. We have, to, we, have to, we have to atone to the rest of the world to let them understand that we know that there are those that when we slack off, when we slack off, uh, that uh, the same thing that happens in other countries can happen here. After all, we're all but humans. And when we accept that, then it will make so much for a better world. So absolutely so, my dear. Absolutely so. Uh, Pamela Mattox, I'm bringing one to the polls. Muchas gracias, Pamela. That's, that's right. Uh, AVQ says, keep up the good work. Yes, she did a great job, AVQ. I mean, I, you know, when, when, I, when I did the double take to listen to her, it was like, wow, now that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. She was, she's just wonderful. And, and I, I think her message alone gets across to make other people want to do something. In fact, after I heard the message, I was like, you know what? I'm putting on a show on Sunday because, you know what? Maybe we can kind of get some of those people in Florida to go to the polls. So I'm going to put that show on on Sunday as well. So that was great. Oh, <laughs> thank you, AVQ. I, I appreciate that. I, I, I do appreciate that, sir. I do appreciate that. Uh, Daniel says, uh, Nanette Birdsmith waste of money. Even if Trump loses, I'm not emotionally fragile. Oh, you're actually acknowledging that there's a possibility your master could lose? Oh, Daniel, Daniel Ledeau, I'm so proud of you, sir. Maybe now you'll see that the fantasy you've been listening to for quite a long time was just that. I have so many people that believe in the fantasy all over my site. People are saying, get rid of those people off your site, Egberto. I said, no, no. I love all my peeps. I love all my peeps. For your information, white supremacists are also bringing folks to the polls. Yes, I do know they're doing that. But guess what? There are, there are more good people in this country than bad people. And that's the thing. America is a wonderful place. America is a wonderful place and there are a lot more good people than bad people. And when the good people vote, they overpower the bad people. So the Nazis and white supremacists will be overpowered and most of them are, you know, every now and then you have the wacko who is really brave, but most of them are a bunch of, well, I won't even say the word, but we know what they are misfits but anyhow let's continue moving on let's continue moving on to my great people here pamela matak says i have voted since i was 18 now i am 60 and i've never heard a press cuss the way he does who does he think he is you know he's a thug that's what he is pamela we know that he's a thug michael rudden says biden is up three in pennsylvania that's within the margin of error. Yeah, but there are a lot of polls that are running around. What does RCP says? Oh, that's what RCP says. There, there are some polls that are going, going into this place trying to, like, look at that poll. The Sesqua, which one is it that? I'm looking at the uh, RCP. Rasmussen uh, came, let's see, Sesquahuana came out at my, as plus one. 
for Trump. Trafalgar, which is a bogus poll, came out as plus uh, two for Trump. And inside advantage plus two. Now, the responsible polls, NVC Marxist plus five. Even Rasmussen, which is a Republican-leaning poll, has him at plus three. And that one was last done 11-1. So I think it, it, is, it is fine. Don't, don't fear that poll. We are working hard in, 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 in Pennsylvania to get that thing done. Don't worry about that. Okay, let's see what else is there. Bridge, maybe if you bought more. <laughs> I'm not even going to read that. Uh, so you're admitting that Nazis and white supremacists are an insignificant factor. I'm proud of you, Egberto. Oh, wow. Well, thank you for being proud of me, sir. Okay. No, what I'm saying is that they are not the majority, sir. I'm saying most Americans are good. But just like a small cancer can destroy a huge body, they, as a cancer, can destroy a country. Okay, let's continue. Look at what McVeigh did to the building, right? All right, let's see what else I have here. We're coming to the end of the program. I got to close this out. Folks, please do remember, if you're on YouTube, click that join button. Become a part of our posse. We need you all. Also, consider getting my book, As I See It. Uh, I keep wanting to go to As I See It, Class Warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom. Please consider getting uh, the book. It's worth it. How to talk to your right-wing relatives, friends, and neighbors. I'm going to put that link right into the thing right now that the link is in there now and as well please consider if you're not on youtube to join here's the link that you can join us on youtube i just placed it there politicsunright.com slash youtube anyhow folks uh let me i think it's time now for me to call out everybody that's on I think more people came on. So, Grace, let's see, Republicans went to court to stop the ballot uh, counting before. Yeah, they did. Okay, welcome aboard. Gracie Allen, welcome aboard Tank 28. Daniel Ledeau, Pamela Mattox, Nanette Bird-Smith, Michael Rudnan, Richard Bennett, uh, Bridge MCP, AVQ. Uh, let's see, I'm going down my list. I'm going down my list. Linda E., how you doing, Linda? Great to see you here. Uh, we're continuing down. If I miss you, please just give... Jay, welcome from uh, Periscope, I think. Uh, let's see who else is here. I got Nanette. The Duck That Quacks. I love that name. The Duck That Quacks. Okay, and uh, going down the list. Uh, El Señor Reynolds. My brother, Reynolds. How you doing, hermano? How you doing? Uh, let's see who else is here. Carl Foster. Welcome aboard. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Carl Foster, I got you. All right, my eyes are deceiving me with all these names here. Uh, Mike Cisak, welcome back. Haven't seen you in a while. You've probably been pretty quiet. Art Within, welcome aboard. Love you, Art Within. Uh, let's see, can you explain why Trump is... And uh, we spoke, I think I answered that one already. Uh, Sue Burchett Yosawa, welcome aboard. Uh, ben Webb, welcome aboard. Uh, who else is here? Williams, welcome aboard. Uh, let's see. Uh, who else? I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I'm almost done, I think. I uh, got Norman Reynolds. And Lawrence Sims, welcome aboard. Eric Thompson, welcome aboard. Blue Balls, welcome aboard. Uh, who else? Okay. Jay, welcome aboard. Tim Whites, welcome aboard. Uh, wow, we had... Let's see who else is here. If I miss you, just drop me a line on the bottom and I'll, I'll swing back to the bottom to catch those that I missed. Okay. Yoga, Yoga Golf, welcome aboard. Okay. Texas legend Brian, welcome aboard. Tiala Wilson, welcome aboard. All right. Pa Paulette Stansel, welcome aboard. CK Scamilla, welcome aboard. Virginia Boyle, welcome aboard. Uh, Mokea Will, uh, Monkey Paws William, welcome aboard. Wow. Okay, let's see who else is here. I think I got them all. I'm going down to the bottom now to see what I missed. If I missed anybody or just more messages. Well, nice show. Thanks again. I so enjoy the enthusiasm and positive attitude. We are going into this election with a positive attitude. We are going into this election to win. We are going into this election to restore America. We are going into this election to ask for forgiveness for having destroyed much, much, much over the last four years. We have to ask forgiveness of good people. We have to ask forgiveness 
of the world for having put this disaster on. Folks, my name is, yes, Blue Wave, love over hate. That is the message of the day from Bridge MCP. Blue Wave, love over hate. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics and Right, and you know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.